Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rta.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one. And finally, a tribute to Thomas Kilroy, who died last week. Tom was both a giant and a gentleman of Irish theatre. In this edition of In the Wings from February 2015, Thomas Kilroy and Patrick Mason talked about the origin of Tom's radio play, A Family of Memories, which resulted in his 2018 memoir, Over the Backyard Wall, subtitled A Memory Book. My name is Thomas Kilroy and I'm the writer. I'm Patrick Mason. I'm a theatre director, but I also direct radio drama and uh, write radio drama. Memory is a very um, unreliable faculty. And um, I was asked many times to write a memoir. And I always felt that, uh, you know, I couldn't do it. Largely because I can't remember what happened last week, never mind 50 years ago. And then something extraordinary happened. I had cataract operations in both eyes, very successful. And I was told I didn't have to have glasses anymore after a lifetime of wearing them, except for reading. But more to the point, I started to get memories. I started to have these very vivid memories with colour, coloured memories, particularly of my mother in the kitchen in Callan. And uh, that was actually the trigger to writing the memoir itself. I said to my eye doctor, you know, is this a usual effect? And she said, you're talking to the wrong doctor. (laughs) It is uh, one of the most personal things I've ever written in the sense that I don't often, at any rate, touch autobiography in my other writing. But this is obviously uh, very personal. And the curious experience is that the longer we went on, beginning with my own reading, the further it moved away from the personal. Eventually, I feel that those people who would have known my parents listening to this will find it very strange because it's it's not, uh, as you would say, authentically a reflection of those people. It's something else. What it means really is uh, this whole business of memory and the way memory distorts, the way memory reinvents or repositions things for different reasons. And you end up with something which is both of its place and time and also isn't. I think it was last year, 2014, the Abbey Theatre at Fiochmachanil put on a, a really fascinating series of talks and lectures, a symposium on memory. And uh, I was a participant in that, but Tom was there too. And he gave this extraordinary reading of a section of the, this work in progress, his, his memoir. And it's one of those occasions where, I mean, I, I found it absolutely riveting. Patrick came to me and, I mean, my initial thing was, oh my God, I can't be reading this thing on radio for half an hour. But he persuaded me. And Patrick has this uh, extraordinary gift of creativity, which he um, brings with him as a director. Uh, so that you're you're not dealing with a medium as such. You're dealing with uh, a highly creative presence who adds a great deal to the uh, the finished product. When I was talking to Tom about this piece and the, the potential of it as radio drama, um, 
we had this discussion about, well, is it documentary or is it drama? And he's made the point uh, very clearly that, you know, memory is, is a very strange and creative faculty. All our memories are, in fact, mixtures of fact and fiction. I mean, we live in a very literal age where everyone jumps up and down if someone you know, says something that isn't true. But most things are not true in that sense, not because people are lying, but because we are creatures of imagination and uh, memory is filtered through our senses. And there is this extraordinary creative process that goes on, which is not necessarily untrue. In fact, can be more true, if you like, than the truth itself, uh, in that it can point us towards some essential meaning just beyond articulation, if you like. Hence, you know, the use of metaphor and all of that. Again, something which in current cultural terms is extremely distrusted, and yet that's how we how we live. That's how we actually get through life and communicate. It occurred to me one of the things that we should be talking about is this whole question of voice. Um, um, you were making the point, I think, Kevin, that, um, you know, voice is the the key to radio. In fact, it's the key to all drama. And that, certainly in my experience, that character comes to me as voice. And that when this voice uh, establishes itself, then you have character. And you can put that character into any kind of situation you want after that. In fact, part of the problem, I think, at that stage is to shut the voice up and to uh, enclose it in, in some kind of dramatic form. And you hear the voice, uh, again, in, in two ways. You hear it as the voice of the character speaking, but you also hear it as an actor speaking that. And it's the second aspect of uh, the actorly voice which makes drama what it is. And unable to find that actorly voice, the second voice, means you can't write plays. And I think that that's often the problem with great writers who come from other areas of writing uh, to write for the theatre and they don't quite get it right. Um, I often think of Henry James and his failure to write uh, drama. It's not so much the voice of character that's missing. It's the actorly voice. To hear it as it is performed, you know, and somebody said that all playwrights are either actors' monkey or directors' monkey. And um, it is true that they have to be able to create a speech which is both in character and is also actable. I always say this, you know, when, when trying to mentor young directors or, or talking to students, you know, that the important drama happens in our imagination. Yeah, theatre is very, very physical. It's about a time, a place, bodies, objects, things moving around. But the real drama is what happens in the imagination. You have to do, whatever you do has to trigger it in the imagination. Then it lives if it doesn't trigger the imaginative response, then you can have all the lights, sets, moving parts in the world, and it remains solidly physical and doesn't affect you, doesn't enter your imagination. That's the holy grail, isn't it, of both radio drama and uh, theatre drama, that how much, how little do you need that triggers 
the drama in the imagination. Patrick has got a spot on. And what happens in the mind of the listener or the audience member is really what matters. You have in some way kind of surrendered your personal hold on it. It has become something else. It is something shared and uh, something which is worked on by other imaginations. But that's, that's the joy of it. And I think also something about radio. It, it, it's very interesting to me. You know, one of the great Irish directors, uh, Tyron Guthrie, started off in radio drama and had a huge regard for radio. Tom Kilroy himself, Brian Friel, you know, in early days, radio drama. There is something quintessentially theatrical about radio drama that we the drama that goes into our ears now we live in an age of spectacle and everyone wants wonderful sets and lots of lights and all of that and of course those things are a joy and are to be used but in a strange way you know theater goes back to this voice and yes the body radio well yes the body's a bit of a problem but you know voices are embodied and it's it's always magical to me how a good radio actor can actually summon an image in the listener's mind, uh, an image can bring to the, the mind's eye the image of that character, the image of that action. And, you know, the, the reinforcement of that through audio stuff and Foley and all the rest of it creates a sort of drama of the imagination, more purely maybe sometimes than theatre does. Well, I think you're trying to imagine the, the total experience when you're writing a play. But at the same time, it is a very private activity. I'm always quite overwhelmed by the number of people assembled on the first day of rehearsal, um, that uh, all of these people are involved and contributing something. And it's, it's, it's quite a humbling experience. But it is also uh, a very joyful one because uh, you get a sense of what the collaborative quality of theatre is all about. And um, I think the same is true of uh, doing something like this, um, that you begin with something that is uh, entirely personal and hidden almost, and you end up with something different. And the end product is, uh, is a, some kind of version of the reality. Uh, but it's a version that has to, as you say, read well for many people other than yourself. So it has to change. That was the late Thomas Kilroy with Patrick Mason talking in 2015 about Tom's radio play A Family of Memories. And you can hear both this programme and A Family of Memories by going to the Drama on One website. We'll revisit the work of Thomas Kilroy in the new year. Suvnus Shiri Ahamosh. The series producer of Drama on One is Kevin Reynolds. Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rte.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on One.